0: Thanks for tuning in to Hobbs and
1: Horror Movie Review Podcast.
2: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hobbs and Horror. I'm Eric. Mm, I'm Gene Simmons' stub penis, I guess. <laughs> I'm John Stamos' hair. <laughs> and we're back Ooh, with another episode. Uh, tonight, Today's movie was never die young is that never right? too young to did die they- <laughs> never too young to die it's the opposite of what you just said. <laughs> yeah and rocking in at a 4.8 imdb rating yeah that's wrong that is that is wrong that is i can i can detest to that this was did not deserve that low of a rating
1: no i thoroughly enjoyed this movie i i really did yeah that that rating is a lie mm-hmm. and people should be
3: ashamed of themselves yeah.
2: You know, and one of the things I was thinking about the whole time: does this movie have like a cult following? Because it feels like it should.
3: It it feels like it should. I mean, I don't know that it does. It probably does, but just everybody doesn't know that everybody else <laughs> loves <is>. it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. All of the all the people are out there waiting just to connect. <laughs> so, Gav, do you want to tell us what this movie's about? I we can jump I in. Sure, do. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I sure do. So, um,
3: really, the, the plot's pretty simple. It doesn't. It's not too complex or weird. Um, we follow uh, Lance Stargrove, who is played by uh, John Stamos, and he is, I don't know, eighteen, nineteen, whatever. He's like a first-year college student or something, and he's into gymnastic stuff. He likes his trampoline. And just living his life. But unbeknownst to him, his father is, I guess, a super spy or something, some kind of secret government agent. And he has to stop the evil Ragnar from, from <laughs> dumping toxic waste into the Los Angeles water supply. But unfortunately, the super spy dies Uh, and Lance ends up taking his father's place in trying to stop the evil Ragnar, who, I guess I should throw this out there right away, Mm -hmm. is also uh, an evil hermaphrodite. (laughs) Played by Gene Simmons. Played by Gene Simmons. Uh, And uh, we don't know the full extent of his hermaphrodite, but he's... He's something <laughs> and, he's, and he's very proud of
2: it and he's, he's very, very proud, proud of, of it. it yeah
1: so which let's let's say the reason you chose this movie is because it it is a good companion piece to tear firmer in yes. the fact that there's uh hermaphrodite and that that's a bad guy in both of those movies correct yeah, so uh, so
3: I've wanted <clears throat> to put this movie in the mix for a little while now. Um, and this was this was the moment because if yeah. we're trying to connect movies, uh, <laughs>
2: you're, you're not going to beat the connection. You're here. not going to yeah. beat
3: the connection. Following up Terror Firmer, um, with an I, it's there's some parallels. There's I mean not much like it's wildly different movies, but there are some parallels because even though like this is not a trauma movie. It's still
1: got that whole sort of like punk rock thing going on. It it does. It has that exaggerated acting thing yeah. going on. And I was thinking about it while we were watching it. Anybody who didn't grow up in the 80s, I don't know if I've said this before. I, I may have, and I apologize to anyone listening if I have, but like people growing up now that watch 80s movies probably have a very warped perception (laughs) of what what, what went on in the 80s (laughs) because you watch these movies and everything is so exaggerated i mean down to like the gangs they show in these movies they're Mm -hmm. they're literally like freaking medieval warriors or (laughs) like like like, uh mad max style uh, warriors and i mean this isn't the only movie where gangs are shown like that there's plenty of them yeah yeah, I mean, this was obviously influenced by Mad Max, and mm-hmm.
3: and a lot of movies in the 80s were. Yeah, the, I mean, and the
1: Warriors and, and the Warriors, yeah. Um,
3: but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, I think w- if you saw this movie in the 80s, you would realize what they were doing being yeah. like, oh, okay, this you're like riffing on Mad Max, yeah. But if you watch it today, You realize like just how eighties this is. Yeah. Well even like like the people in the
1: eighties didn't probably realize that they were making one of the most eighties movies they could possibly make. (laughs) Yeah. I mean I like going to the like the club scene, you know, Mm -hmm. with a guy riding the motorcycle down the stairs and just pushes the guy like like that doesn't happen. Yeah.
2: Well, and, and I don't know if you guys caught this, but like a lot of scenes where they, they're showing their motorcycles, they have like bullheads yes. on them and stuff. It's just a lot of weird stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. So uh,
3: which is not to say that didn't happen in the eighties, but I, I think that probably was not normal. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think that
2: was much more a Hollywood thing than yeah. a nor- than a normal thing. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta
1: say that fucking uh Gene Simmons did a better acting job than John Stamos in this movie. Do you agree with that? Yes. Like, I mean, you look at the two of them and, you know, I don't know how many movies Gene Simmons has been, and I'm assuming more than one, but not a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Um, John Stamos has a pretty lengthy career, but at this point in his career, Gene Simmons was better.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know that, and you guys can disagree with me, I'm guessing John Stamos is not a very good actor. John I mean, Stamos is successful off of his uh face. Well <laughs> I
3: yes mean, and no.
1: I I definitely think his face got him
3: a yeah. career, but he's okay. Yeah. He's I, not I, a bad actor.
1: No, I mean he was on uh well obviously full house, but he also had a, one after that too, like some doctor show or some shit. He was on some doctor show. Uh he
3: was a. Re- I not I don't know this, I've just heard rumors that he was a regular on Glee for a while. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, so, uh, but, yeah, absolutely. Like, John Stamos, um, some scenes he's okay. A lot of the time, like, his lines sound a little off. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's not delivering them the way they're supposed to come out. Yeah. Uh, whereas Gene Simmons, like, is full in. Like, when yeah. he's when he's being crazy, he's over-the-top crazy. He's, yeah. he's He knows what he's supposed to be. And then, later on, when you realize... That he was also playing the other character. Mm-hmm. That's when you realize how great his acting yeah, was. Yeah.
1: I was really impressed
3: because, like I said, if you if you've seen it a couple of times, you can go back and mm-hmm. you'll catch it. You'll you'll hear the voice. It's Gene Simmons' voice, mm-hmm. but he mixes it up enough, and he and he's you know subdued or whatever enough that you don't realize underneath the fake beard that that's Gene Simmons. Yeah, so. Um, he actually does a really good job. Yeah. He, like, like he's not just being crazy. He actually shows a lot of range in the movie. Yeah,
1: I kind of wonder if he was doing a lot of drugs, too, because, like, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I know. just the over-the-top character that he's playing and everything, it just, I, I just have this feeling, you know, he was, a, he was a rock star, Yeah, you know, so he probably was doing, I mean, this was, this was at, like, their peak, right? Like, 80s, it was kind I, of for I, I don't, Kiss? Eighty
2: six would or would he would he kiss have kind of fizzled out? I can line? I
1: can think of KISS more like a seventies man, yeah. but I'm not a KISS fan, so yeah. I'm not really sure. But I bet sure they were doing loads of drugs and shit. And it probably actually helped him to act act like a crazy trent hermaphrodite yeah guy. Yeah, he's
3: not a he's not a transvestite. No, he's not a trans He's not cross dressing
2: because mm-hmm. he's he's a woman. That's true. And yeah. a man. And a man He's, but he's he, not really a, a man or a woman <laughs> because he's only a half a man and a half a woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. That was a
1: pretty big, pretty nice dig. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. John's, when
3: John Stamos starts getting into the, like, the I'm all man yeah. thing, like, okay, dude. Like, yeah. All right. <laughs> Just watch the hair. Just yeah. The hair. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Like, you're not, I mean, you're very handsome, but you're not a manly man. So right. I don't know what you're yeah. trying to suggest here.
2: And yeah. to swing it back to what you were saying about how you thought Gene Simmons was better than John Stamos, I almost wonder if a lot of that is is that the casting was much better. Gene Simmons played that – that was a good role for Gene Simmons. Mm-hmm. I don't know th- – So, just, we didn't really say this yet, but this isn't a horror movie. I would call this more of an action movie. Yeah, yeah. So, they were trying to make John Stamos an action star, which I don't think works for John Stamos. Not really. You know, Mm -hmm. So, so, maybe a lot of the problems with him, which, honestly, I don't think he really hurt the movie. Per se, if anything, it was funny because he was in it. Mm-hmm. Because you were seeing John Stamos play something you never would see him play, right? And, and that's, very well and that's
3: the same same thing as like me saying how you watch it now is how eighties it is. It's the same thing. Like if you saw this at the time, you probably weren't very impressed about John Stamos. But now that he is who he yeah, is, yeah. it's funny to see him. Yeah. Like play
2: that. play this role. But I think a lot of the hurt was they're trying to make him something that he's not.
1: Yeah, that's so. fair. You know, I just love the fact that when just going into this movie and you, like, because Eric and I were kind of like, we don't know what's going on in this right Mm -hmm. away. (laughs) And, you know, we got that there's this disc and whatever, and they want to, they want to pollute the city water or whatever. And I'm like, well, why don't they just break the disc? (laughs) And and you're like, good point. And and I was waiting throughout the whole movie for my point to be invalidated, to be, (laughs) shown that there was there you know there was some reason why they couldn't there wasn't (laughs) yeah no there was no reason why they couldn't like so the whole plot of this movie is the bad guys trying to get the disc from the good guys yeah I don't I don't really understand it so we see that
3: for some reason which makes absolutely no sense in the real world but for some reason the water supply to Los Angeles and the, and the toxic waste <laughs> supply yeah. somehow share like <laughs> pipelines, pipelines. And but yeah. just normally they're not turned on to go that direction <laughs> yeah but apparently if you have this disk you have access to reroute the pipes um and so i mean i guess it, it makes sense that like you need whatever's on this disk to do that but then you've got you've got Robert England's character, mm-hmm. who clearly knows how to handle like these computer programs and stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. Again, like the whole thing, you just have to kind of go with the, it. Uh, yeah. But it's like
1: whatever's on that disc, he probably could have just told the system yeah. to do that. <laughs> well, and you know what? Like, I don't want to pick apart movies like this. I mean, the whole point is that they're garbage and <laughs> they're fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. But but that glaring like. If the disc is what they need to blow this fucking dam up, then why don't you just throw it in the trash? Why are you running Mm. around with it, waiting for them to catch up to you, take it, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah? You're saying why don't the good guys destroy it? Yeah, Yeah. no,
3: that absolutely no, I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's like (laughs) I have no idea because it's there's
1: it doesn't seem like you need it to do anything good with it. Yeah, no, it would be different if the bad guys had the disc. And the good guys were trying to get the disc from right, the bad guys. Right. If that was the whole plot of the movie, totally combined. <laughs> okay. When the good guys have the fucking disc
3: I gotcha. I think maybe I misunderstood you the first time. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I I don't have a clue why the good guys held on to it.
1: Yeah, there's no reason. Other than to, you
3: and why know,
2: and why did this disc exist in the first place? Well, uh, on top of it, yeah. All. I mean, be so in just in case at some point in time we wanted to mix the toxic sludge <laughs> in the water together. No, no, I
3: can explain that part. That part, that part, I know. Okay. Oh, so the bad guys made the disc. Oh, okay. And then the bad guys made the disc. Like in the opening scene, you see the woman being dragged in on the cross, like on the yeah. the X shaped cross. And if you were paying attention, you would know. That she stole the disc and gave it to Stargrove. Oh, okay. So, she was one of the bad guys, but she, like, rebelled against the idea, and that's why they had to torture her. Okay, the, the, totally the missed check that, that, that. So... The the main chick? No, no. the chick in, in the first in, scene. In the very beginning scene. She's okay. like not even in it for five minutes. Oh, okay. And
2: they have her like tied oh, down. Oh, that chick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
3: So the bad guys made the disc originally. Mm-hmm. She steals it. She gives it to Stargrove and Stargrove mm-hmm. mails it to his son disguised as like strawberry preserves or something. Yeah. But yes, you're but going back to
2: Jason, yes. Why <laughs>
3: it's the she didn't hand over to Stargrove. and and was like, I'm just gonna break this. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Right. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And on top of that, why are okay, so if the bad guys made the disc, oh God, we are so going down <laughs> this okay. bubble. Why but, couldn't they make another one? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> They didn't bother to back up their back, data. Yeah, yeah. Back,
0: well,
3: well it was well, it was back, the '80s, so yeah, those maybe floppy disks yeah. were cheap back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was that was a fun rabbit hole. <laughs> Yeah. Try to pick apart
2: plot points. We shouldn't make a habit of that. No, cause... we shouldn't. <laughs> but okay, I, I want to hit this right away though. Yeah. With why you should watch this movie. Yeah. So this movie has the most incredible sex scene ever, featuring a water bottle. Two apples and sex. <laughs> yes, so yeah. so if that doesn't pique your interest, yeah. I highly recommend it for. And then, of course, if you have the dream of watching John Stamos bite Gene Simmons' nipples, <laughs> this is your one opportunity. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're it's, not Gene... Like, so the nipples,
1: they're like nice female breasts yeah yeah like that are supposedly gene simmons maybe maybe this.
3: he went all in for the role yeah. Right? maybe yeah, yeah you never know i
1: don't know <laughs> but but it wasn't i gotta clarify though it wasn't the sex scene itself it was the lead-up to this y- yes scene. Yeah.
2: you're absolutely right like if you're looking for hot sex it, it really yeah. wasn't yeah. that but it was just the awkward yeah. weirdness. the lead-up
1: to them having sex is probably one of the best things i've ever seen <laughs> yeah in a movie it, it like,
3: is it is great like uh i've probably said this before but like i'm not somebody who cares about sex scenes in a movie no. like that doesn't sell a movie to me um but that's why this was so great <laughs> to me. Cause... it's because the, the sex scene itself was like a minute long <laughs> <Yeah>. maybe <laughs> but but yeah but like this brilliant idea, like, we're gonna show John Stamos, like, fighting his urges,
2: <laughs> urges by yes. eating an apple. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's it, You're it like, goes oh, to
3: it. I'm so frustrated, I'm gonna keep eating Well,
1: how long, how drawn out it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. he starts out, and you know, she's just like doing rubbing lotion on her <laughs> and doing this stuff, and he just kind of looks over and then look quick, looks away again. Yeah, and then he looks over again, and quick, looks away again. And he does this like four, four or five times. Yeah. Until then, he gets up, and I'm like, I, I'm like, is he gonna go make an omelet? And then Gavin's like, <laughs> close. And he goes in, and he gets an apple. He eats the apple, <laughs> then throws the you know, apple down. Throws the apple down. Then he he can you can tell he's starting to like, oh shit, I'm gonna cave. I better go get another the apple. apple. <laughs> so he goes fucking back, gets another apple, eats that fucking
2: apple, and I, I yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's, it's you're, you're sitting here watching this, and you're like, "What the hell is this?" Like, yeah, it, it's
3: it's weird, and it's great because it it not only is this like so weird, yeah, but like but it flips the whole you know idea of men and women, you yes. know, yeah, because like she's laying there, she's she's rubbing <laughs> lotion herself, she's yeah. taking her top off, she's smirking at him. It's not like. Your other 80s movies where like the teenage guys are like trying to trick the women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she's flat up being like, hey, like I'm giving you every signal I can. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, no.
1: And it makes no sense either. Like, there's like I would understand that scene happening if there was some reason why he should not have sex with her. <laughs> yeah. But there was nothing. There's there was, no reason. There's no reason well, at all.
2: She still, he still didn't technically know if she had ever had sex with her, with his dad.
1: Well, she told him no. no. Yeah. Did she? No. Yeah, she said she said she didn't. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did like after that say something like like that he thought maybe she did or something, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how much he believed her at first, but yeah, he.
3: That, so that's, has got to explain the plot here. Uh, so there's a, when he first goes back, to, well, not when he, first back to the farm, when he first goes back to the farmhouse, he's got to fight off the bad guys. Yeah. But after that, he's in the farmhouse, and he sees, like, a dozen photos of his dad with, like, various <laughs> young women, but none of them are her. And she explains, like, yeah, yeah those were all his playthings. Yeah. I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was not their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to throw this out there. I'm guessing you guys probably don't know this. The actor who plays the dad um, is George Lazenby. And I might be saying his name wrong, but um, George Lazenby played James Bond in one movie. They had him for one movie, and apparently, like, he was not good. So he, <laughs> so he never came back. So yeah. he's not, like, he's not one of the famous James Bond actors, but... Like I think that they expected the audience to know that, and that's why he's like the secret <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. So it was like a joke that like, here's the
1: crappy James Bond. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I it didn't. I mean, I've no, I've never seen. I don't think any of the James Bond movies. Not one. No. Nah, I mean, I don't I'm not gonna. So. I'm not gonna suggest you do. Yeah. I'm not. I've seen
3: James Bond movies,
1: and they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I may have seen one of the Pierce Brosnan ones. You probably Ooh. did at some point. Yeah, you probably yeah. did. Guy, I think I had the soundtrack for one of them. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Had some golden Was it GoldenEye? I don't think so. GoldenEye, fucking great game. Yeah, great game. Great game. game yeah.
3: yeah. What else? What else about this movie? <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I'm going to put it out there. This movie, I have nothing bad to say. I have nothing bad to no. say. Like, yes, John Samuels' acting is not great no but there's nothing i don't like about this movie like i love the soundtrack it's got a good thumping you know score to it i love the ridiculousness of the mad max bad guys Mm -hmm. the gene simmons character like it's so over the top ridiculous everything about that i like i like that they threw in like such dumb 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 like movie tropes Mm -hmm. that like during the chase scene, like her driving the car under the semi. Semi uh. I don't know how many movies have done that trick, but it never gets old for me. Like like you see the semi and they, you know, and they do the low camera angle. So you know, it's coming, Uh but it's like, okay, she's going to put the car under the semi. Cool. You got the, you got the Asian best friend who's inventing wacky. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes. Which, uh, you know probably not appropriate but uh it's not the only movie that has the asian friend with the gadgets so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know and so it's all these little things that like they throw in and i don't know that you could replicate that like you did all this stuff and you did it in the most 80s
1: way you could well i think part of what sets it apart for movies today is that back then like some of the things in this movie didn't there was no reason for them to be there. There was no reason for no reason the reason bad. For g- any of this movie to be there. <laughs> I mean, and, like. There's no reason for. Uh, well, for the truck driver drinking, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like during that whole chase scene or whatever, the the guy in the in the in the semi is sipping from a bottle of booze. He's in the movie for like two seconds. Yeah, you know, maybe. And 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 apparently he just keeps on going to deliver his load afterwards because. <laughs>
2: he probably doesn't even know there's a car underneath them or anything yeah
1: so. yeah but yeah. but that and that, like why did the bad guy need to be hermaphrodite <laughs> there's no reason why he needs it to doesn't be really him. matter it doesn't enhance the, the no. plot at all it doesn't add anything to it or give reason to why he wants and and that was the other thing too there was no reason like it was just like we're gonna it was almost like a like an 80s cartoon type thing where um the the bad guys are bad just because we like to be bad. Like <laughs> like we are evil and we're going to do evil things, you know? Like there's no reason why I, I could figure out why yeah. they were actually wanting to poison the water supply. Like, is this gonna allow them to gain some sort of power? No.
2: No. No, no, no you're, you're never about, explained it. You're <laughs> talking they're... about
1: one fucking city. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, they're gonna you're gonna poison the city, they're gonna come after you. You know, what's what's no, the end game? What's it, the no? It makes no
3: sense. There's no. there's the scene <clears throat> where John Stamos is in like a an office mm-hmm. with his dad's friend and the traitor guy, who at that point we don't know is the villain, but you know the traitor guy, and they're talking about this about how like you could hold this for ransom for like a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, like, easily get a million. <laughs> they're explaining how they could have a better plot. plot. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, they're like, this, this is to to save the entire population of LA is easily worth a billion dollars. Yeah, $1> and it's like, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, <laughs> but that isn't that isn't the call. At no point does the bad guy ever call any weapon. Be like, hey, by the way, hey, I'm going boy- to poison
1: the water supply. <laughs> yeah, you should
3: give, try to stop me.
1: Yeah, I'm give like, me a like, billion dollars, or I'm going to yeah. do it.
3: And and he's not even like super secretive about him being the bad guy because he goes out and he performs like music at yeah. a club. Anybody can show up at the club, stop him at any time. Yeah,
1: I want to know how quickly how 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 he was able to change from being in his military uniform into being the the <laughs> mm-hmm. the dude from. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, like so quickly just after getting that off time. the helicopter, it's literally like he, just, he he pulls off his wig or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and then and he does his little laugh, and then suddenly he's he's now back to being his drag show looking, yeah. and yeah. I'm like, how did that happen? Magic, magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I I will say, like his portrayal of the hermaphrodite is very similar to the one in Terra Firmer, and to um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, is yeah. very, very similar, I think, like the way that they portray it. Yeah, I don't know if that was intentional or
3: not, but I can definitely see with the similar like hair and stuff for Rocky Horror.
1: Similar hair, the way that they acted, everything. Yeah, was yeah. Just... so
3: that that could have been intentional, because obviously they would know what Rocky Horror was. Right. Um, whether Terra Firmer was ripping off never too young to die that part i i don't know i would kind of doubt that they did yeah but
2: i felt like with this movie even though it was not horror at all that it carried a lot of the traits that you see Mm -hmm. in a lot of the horror movies that we we watch like it just it had a very much that same feel it had just you know some of the quirky humor in it Mm -hmm. that like like you said, when he's drinking the booze and... Yep. You, that's totally something you would see in a horror movie. And I just thought that was like interesting. Like a trauma like, movie type thing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like... So I, I almost wonder if, like, does every genre of movie have that little sub-genre that makes that funny, like, weird... Mm. And, you, you know, it's just the horror side of it is the is the more popular part of it, whereas... But everybody has that little segment of it. Yeah. You know?
3: I don't know. Like... I was thinking about this during the movie. I was like, I was like, can I can I argue that this is a horror movie?" Yeah. And and as much as I tried, I'm like, "No, I really can't." It's no. totally like, an like I can movie. I can argue that Clifford is a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I can do, but I can't. But I can't. This one, I'm like, "Eh, I can't do it." But there is definitely what you're saying, like the sensibility and and sense of humor about it. There was a lot of that with like the eighties action movies, a lot of the stuff that like um like Canon. I I assume Jason, you know, like, you know what like Canon was, right? Oh yeah,
1: yeah the, the the media company or yeah, like, yeah the Yeah, company. like they
3: would do a lot of that. They'd release a lot of like Chuck Norris movies and, and just over the top action movies where like you couldn't take them seriously.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And they are not horror, and horror is not action. But I feel there's a big overlap, overlap in the Venn diagram of who was going to see these movies. Yeah. Because yeah. they're definitely trying to hit that same
2: audience. Because, yeah, I think that everything, other than the horror aspect, everything I think you guys like about these movies was in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. they all they had to do was throw a couple of gory horror yeah, like, scenes and and you've got your typical horror movie in this. So
1: Typical 80s horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean,
3: like... Robocop.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Is Robocop a horror movie? Probably not. But, you know, you got your moments. You got mm-hmm. the, the toxic waste landing on the guy and he's like melting and then yeah. they, he gets hit with a car and he explodes and stuff. And like, that's a total horror movie. And he shoots effect. everybody's
1: dicks off. <laughs> shoots everybody's dicks <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's
3: that stuff. Even Money dies before he's Robocop and mm-hmm. they just keep shooting him until he's like basically mushed. Yeah. I mean, the direct paul Verhoeven, like he knew what he was doing, like mm-hmm. it was intentional, but that was almost crossing into horror territory, yeah um but yeah, this doesn't, and there were moments they could have they could have done it, mm-hmm. they could have made it gorier. they could have made it something scarier instead of funnier, they could have done it, but they didn't um they had Robert England, and they didn't yeah. do it,
1: they didn't really use him much, no no. Like, for considering, you know, I don't, I wish we would have looked this up right away, but do you do you know for sure Freddie came out before this? I'm pretty sure, because I think this is 86. It okay. is 86. So if Nightmare on so. Elm Street came out before this, then he had some star power at this point. Yeah. And right. I
2: think, I think they were leveraging him as a face, like a name to put yeah. in. Like, they weren't really concerned about giving him too big of a role. They just wanted to have his name on it. Yeah. You know?
1: Which I guess there's your horror element. Yeah, and I don't know when Robert England became Robert England.
3: Mm-hmm. Like I'm not sure. Like obviously Freddy was huge. Yeah, but was Robert England huge? Be prior I to that I can't imagine. Well, no,
1: I think he's saying
3: I'm saying like did people immediately say I love Freddy oh, Krueger, oh, therefore I love yeah. Robert England? Right? Gotcha. Like like, like now this... we think of them as the same because he did the role like eight times. Right, but maybe immediately. People didn't, didn't care know who yet. the actor was. Yeah,
2: that, and that's very true. Like, in 86, maybe nobody even realized Robert Englund was Freddy Krueger at that point. I mean, I,
3: I would think you would, because, like, he was such a big part of it. But, I mean, I'm comparing it to, you know, Friday the 13th. Yeah. And up until Kane Hodder took over the role...
1: No one cared. Nobody
3: knew or cared who was playing Jason. Like, that didn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, Freddie's obviously very different because he got a lot more speaking, you know, parts. But I don't know. I don't know if it took him, you know, two or three movies before people were finally like, "Oh, Robert England."
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this could could have just been. He just could have gotten casted in for no reason other than, you know, they need an actor. And he does play the mad... I've seen him in other things as a mad scientist. He plays that role well. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what he was in this, was because he was the computer yeah. guy.
1: You know, and it, either
3: way, he, at this point, he was even if he was known as Freddy, he was probably still like a working actor. Like, he had to take
1: parts. Parts, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't been in a lot of really good movies, though, other than Nightmare on Elm Street. What? No. Yeah. Not really. What? Yeah. What I, about all the great movies he's been in? I mean, there's Killer Tongue, <laughs> <laughs> there's The Mangler, there's,
2: I mean... Is The Mangler a great movie?
1: No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's not.
2: And um, everything I've ever seen him in, I feel like the role came just because he was Freddy Cooper mm-hmm. and the people thought it would be cool to put him in there. 2001. Yeah. Mania? Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> that one <laughs> next, yeah.
1: Which, that has has a few fun scenes. I yeah. think somebody gets pulled apart by horses... They they yeah. tie him. I'm not a I'm not a fan personally, but it's it's people. Some people really like it. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that movie, but I just remember that one scene, and that was that was all right. Then they get pulled in half, which is kind of cool. I honestly don't know if I've ever seen the Mangler. Yeah, I don't think it's very good. I I know I've seen it, but it's uh, one uh, of those Killer Tongue is not good. I, I can will tell you that. I will
3: add uh, the Mangler to my list. Like I know what it is. It's a Stephen King story. It's yeah. directed by Toby
1: Hooper. I know yeah. what it is, but like. Uh, I don't know if I ever actually saw it. Yeah, I don't know. As far as Stephen King King adaptations though around that time, uh the graveyard shift was actually really good. Okay. Which is one of those that I I didn't watch for a long time because I didn't I think feel
2: like did. I read that story. It's good. But, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah,
3: I I I don't know. People can't see this uh because they don't have the video yeah. turned on to their podcast. But um uh, just, just to Jason's left. Yeah, there's, there's a cool- whole
1: Pile of Stephen King. Oh yeah, we got a huge collection yeah. over here.
2: None of those are mine though, so, yeah. so I just want <laughs> you to know that that's all Tracy right mm. there. So, yeah. but so what do we got for ratings? Yeah, on this movie? F- because I'm really curious on what you guys. I are thought I'd have a whole it. lot more to say about the movie, but I guess I just liked it too much. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. Were, honestly, there there is not a ton of great to say about this movie, but there's also nothing bad to say about it's it. It's just either. a fun movie. Yeah, it's just
1: one of those. You yeah. know, like it's it's. You know, I, the music really has that 80s thing going yeah. on where, like, it doesn't really match what's going on in the movie, it seems like. And so, like, you know, it's, it's like the mu- between the music... I and, love the music. I, I love that it's, like, part synth but part, like,
3: rock beat mixed. I well, like that. Well, don't forget
1: about the saxophone. Anytime the saxophone. there's a sex scene in an
3: 80s movie, they yep. gotta have saxophone. Saxophone's great. And then I love that they... I don't know who did it. I'm sure it's nobody we've ever heard of. But they paid somebody to make a theme song. Yeah. A song oh, where, yes. A song where, like, the chorus is, star Yes. I'm g- glad you mentioned that. And, and
1: it's like, you thought that was going to be, a, like, a song that yeah. you needed in your movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's like all those things from the 80s. Like, uh, all the different things that you mentioned about how, you know, like the... weird stuff that they just throw in there for no reason. It doesn't enhance the plot or anything, but you know, so watching it in the eighties, I presume if I watched this in the eighties that I might not have enjoyed it as much, but now it's just completely very much entertaining for me to watch it because it's like, you're sitting here and you can pick up on all these things, you know, and you're like, wait, what? Because we're so far removed from that period of time when they made films like this, that, it's like we notice it, and it it keeps and us engaged. And it's refreshing
2: to see it almost. It, so it is it's, like it's enjoyable it, yeah. to see that. It's that nostalgic feeling again. in a way. Yeah. It's,
3: it's which I'm gonna sorry sorry to distract from the ratings. Um, I'm actually gonna tie that back to Cutting Class. Yes, and I'm I was
2: actually gonna bring up Cutting Class be, too
3: because it's same same thing. Like when Cutting Class came out, it was probably a big flop, and people didn't yeah. like it. Um, but now obviously it helps that it's got Brad Pitt mm-hmm. when we know who he is now and they wouldn't yeah. have known at the time um but just it, it just does capture a feel yeah that at the time you, you probably didn't realize growing up in the 80s you didn't realize how magical the 80s were <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and now and now we can look back and be like man the 80s You know, and maybe I'm a little biased, but I
1: but I think, you know, the 80s really were a golden decade for movies. I I agree because I don't think you can ever capture it again. I don't don't think that that style of filmmaking is ever going to be done again. And I think part of it, I think, you know, with these low budget movies and uh, the the kind of over the top things like, you know, him being a hermaphrodite Mm -hmm. or the acting being over the top. I think part of that was because it was low budget. I think, because you don't see that in movies like Predator, you know, Mm. you don't see that in movies, you know, that's an 80s movie. Predator could be a hermaphrodite, you don't know. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Well, you know, the overtop acting though, you don't see that in the bigger budget 80s movies, you see it in the lower budget movies, and I think part of that was to, um, you know, like they really needed to get people interested, they needed to get, and I think they're, solution to it was well let's just make everything over the top crazy and yeah let's let's throw all this weird shit in there that you know people are going to be like speaking of which you know it's a really great movie over the top (laughs) oh it's stallone yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. i don't know is that the one where he's like a teamster uh he might be he's definitely yeah, he's
3: a truck driver for sure okay and and he travels around with his son and and uh
1: competes in arm wrestling matches oh <laughs> i might have to watch this
3: it's really actually a good movie yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah there's a couple of stallone movies that kind of flew under my radar that i ended up watching at some point and i was like wow this is surprisingly <laughs> really good yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but they're like but yeah stallone in the 80s i mean like that and cobra are freaking great yeah well don't fucking forget about
3: rambo man <sighs> No, but 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 that's the but Rambo is that yeah, mainstream right. movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and Cobra is like the low budget mm-hmm. Rambo. Yeah. But that over the top acting, I think that's where that comes from. It's yeah. like the the desire of the filmmakers the
2: probably trying to make the movie really memorable and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. They're just you know. I
1: appreciate a decade where every single dollar went to explosions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking that when we were watching this. Like, I don't think a lot of the scenes in this movie would be filmed today. They would use all CGI. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's plenty of, of scenes in this movie where... I mean, they had a real fucking helicopter flying around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, you know, cars, like, going down cliffs. like Like, jeeps and shit going down cliffs and running into shit and blowing up and everything else. And it'd be too expensive to do now. Like they would just be like, no, we're not doing that. We're going to just like make make a CGI fire. And which kind
2: of makes you think like, I think we've mentioned that this is a low budget flick, Mm -hmm. but it probably isn't that low budget of a flick if they're having helicopters and blowing things up. It's
3: real. I mean, I don't know what the budget was. I'm sure they spent millions on it, but it wasn't by any means, you know,
1: this was not like no. a, a universal or Warner Brothers right. type movie. No. You know, when you were talking about Cutting Class, though, I, while we were watching the movie, I, I was seeing parallels. Like, the fact that, okay, both movies had stars that were not stars yet. Yeah. So we got Stamos in this one, Brad Pitt in the other one. You got Stamos jumping on a trampoline. You got mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> Pitt jumping on a trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the two of them are both like the unlikely heroes like you know like yeah
2: yeah man i even think maybe didn't brad get... was the trampoline decade <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I mean, it kind of was hula hoops and trampolines and, and if you think about it too brad pitt's dad in cutting class just kind of disappeared yeah i mean that's he, wa- true. he wasn't dead but he, he was dead. he just disappeared he was for the in a whole in swamp get people, yeah. with people uh, stepping yeah. on him yeah
3: <laughs> yeah so oh, yeah. okay,
2: yeah, hmm. well, kind of makes you wonder connection. if they were like the same movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: and this is also the third movie we've done uh that we've reviewed with a hermaphrodite in it. The third one, yeah, Sleepaway Camp. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't
2: know. And they're all from the eighties too. Yeah. Well, I guess Terraformer is no, not from the eighties, no. but I don't.
3: I'm not a hundred percent sure if Sleepaway Camp is a hermaphrodite. What? It might just be a boy who was raised as a girl yeah i don't know I, that it was both parts
2: yes yeah, oh. so i would agree with that i would agree with that not,
3: i could be wrong i'm not 100 percent on that but my understanding was that it was a boy but they wanted a girl so they raised angela as a girl well mm. one of
2: you go home and watch sleepaway camp again and report back to us on I'll,
3: I'll watch it again <laughs> uh, i gotta watch it before this fall
2: Why? Because Sleepaway
3: Camp is the featured movie at uh, at Cinema Wasteland. Yes, at the
2: the film thing that we're going to, Jason. That that I need to get. You have to get off of work for it, remember? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I think Jason would love
1: it. I don't know if Eric would love it. (laughs) I
2: don't think I'll love it, but I think it'll be an experience worth (laughs) experiencing. I need the dates
1: that I need off, and I'll look into it. All right. But ratings? ratings. Ratings,
2: ratings. So who wants to start? Let's go
3: with Gavin first. You want me to go yeah. You're not going to like it. Really? You're not going to like my rating. No? No.
1: Are you sure about that? Yeah. Okay, what's your rating? I'm going to give it a 9.9. Holy shit, Ooh. you're right. I, I'm going to disagree with that, but I, I'm i not going to argue against it. I didn't. I didn't
3: want to give it a solid 10, even though... What would it o- if- online I did give it a solid you know, 10. ten. I thought, no, let's leave a little breathing room here. Yeah, yeah, what, nine point nine.
2: What did they need to change about that movie to get that point one percent? Probably
3: nothing. <laughs> Probably nothing. Because this movie is not good in any real way of how good should be defined. Right. But it checks every box that I need in a movie. It's <laughs> true. Um so, um, and you know, so I watched it earlier this year, and I don't even remember how it came up on my radar, but somehow it did. Um, and I watched it, and I only sort of like half-assed watched it because a lot of times when I watch movies, I'm doing something else. And but I was like, this movie is pretty good, and <laughs> and so I'm like, I got to show someone else this movie, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to show my brother-in-law because my brother and I, brother-in-law and I watched. 80s action movies so I knew he would be into it and and so my sister watched with it she doesn't always sometimes she she goes to bed before movie time but she watched it with us and it was it was approved it was like they both liked it yeah like what the heck is this (laughs) like 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 you don't even know what you're doing Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay okay so I'm like I I gotta show I gotta show Eric and Jason this movie (laughs) And and I believe I got approval again. Yeah. 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 So um, I don't know what would get it from the nine point nine to a ten, but I've been really pleasantly surprised at this movie that should not be good <laughs> by any measure. People seem to really enjoy it. So I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I'm. I can't tell you the difference between nine point nine and a ten. <laughs> yeah, but just to have that
1: space, I'm gonna say nine point nine. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta save room for the really good movies. To, yeah. For the to give that ten. But reason. yeah, it's
3: it's sometimes sometimes the movie just you know it defies everything that a movie should be and works. Yeah. And that's what this movie is and, for I, me.
1: And that's something special. Yeah. You know when that happens, and especially when they when they nail everything i mean they got the like the fucking the trope of eating the apple yeah <laughs> like, you know like the, all yeah. these movies they do that they eat an apple or you know it's like drinking milk you know yeah like it's one of those things that now yeah, they, they missed that yeah yeah, yeah they didn't, didn't drink the milk and they didn't drink milk the back they, they should have had gene simmons drinking milk or <laughs> something yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
3: there you go. That's the difference between the nine point nine and a ten. If, it, no if Gene Simmons drinking. would have drank milk, he would have got a ten. <laughs> a, yeah,
1: yeah, I could see that. So I'm going to agree with everything you just said, but I'm going to give it a little bit lower ring. I'm going to go with like a six point five. Whoa!
3: Yeah, I was
1: going to give it a six. Whoa! But but then the apple scene. And the whole sex scene, that, that bumped it up by almost a full point. <laughs> I'm disappointed you went under a 7. I would have accepted a 7, but a 6.5 right, All right, all right, all right, all right. You know what? I'm going to go back. I'll, I'll give it a 7 only because you are correct. It has every trope. <laughs> okay. It has every single thing. And I did enjoy it. I did not feel distracted any time that I watched it. Like, I didn't need to, you know, look at my phone. I did a few times, but... Most mm-hmm. of the time, it was me writing notes on what I wanted to talk about, about oh. so, I wouldn't, so that I wouldn't forget. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, yeah, this was a great movie. I mean, not a good movie, but a great movie. Yeah,
3: not a good <laughs> movie, but a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: perfect. Mm-hmm.
2: So, I think I'm going to go. And the only reason why I'm giving this this rating is because I think I don't want to give it as high as I gave Terra Firmer. So, mm. I have to stay under my Terra Okay. review. So, I'm giving it a 625 Okay, and this is one of those movies where I I don't think there's a person on the in the world that would sit down and fully like regret watching this movie because it, there's just gonna be something that you're gonna find great about it. Yeah. You're gonna find something humorous. You're gonna find something in it that is just like. That's really great. You know, you know I think you're or, starting... Or at
3: to... least leave and be like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, 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 or
2: that. And even yeah. that, that that might even be a better response.
3: Yeah. But, I, but not what the heck, like, you're mad about it. No. Just, just what the heck,
1: like, why is this? <laughs> well, what did you say you're giving this? 6.25. 6.25. So, I think this is another movie that is, like, I can see the progression in Eric here. Yeah. Because yep. he's going along. Because... There wasn't anything purposefully funny about this movie or, or like or like you were saying you, like everybody can get something out of this? Yeah. A year ago you would have gotten nothing out of this.
2: You're absolutely right. I'm so, okay, so I am starting to figure out that I am starting to realize what you guys see in these mm-hmm. movies? You, you're starting like, to see when I'm laughing at shit, and you're looking at it, and you're you know, like, "Oh, like, that is pretty funny." Yeah, like I'm like normally, but the normal lyric would be like, "Well, yeah. that's just stupid." Yeah, but but I'm you're starting to see like the quirkiness of it.
3: Yeah. Oh man, this is great. That's that's almost exactly what my sister said to me just this week. What's that? What she? I'm gonna say? I'm gonna paraphrase. Um, it's in a text. I'm gonna paraphrase, and she basically said that like she started watching bad movies and she's really come to understand why bad movies can be enjoyable yeah. instead of just stupid and a waste of time and and my response to her was like I don't know that I should be proud of that <laughs> um, yeah but i mean i guess i'm i guess i'm glad yeah. that that she understands mm-hmm. now why like watching a bad movie can be something
2: that people like. Yeah. And and it's interesting because I don't know that you guys even fully understand the difference the way I do. Because yeah. I was on one side and now I'm coming over to the other side. Whereas yeah. this stuff was always enjoyable to you. Yeah. So you, you probably don't fully understand just how how these movies have, like, their own little quirks to them yeah. mm-hmm. that make them special. But now... I don't. Do, I mean,
3: I I know what the difference is between an actual good movie yeah. and a bad movie that's enjoyable. Like, I understand that difference. But I've always liked the bad movies. So, yeah, I don't know what it takes to, to yeah. get somebody to see that. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. And... And...
1: It's forcing them to watch these shit ass movies week after week and do a podcast about it. You
2: You can teach anybody this, man. Anybody can like a shitty horror movie. You just have to watch enough of them. Maybe we should start
1: our own little school of uh
2: (laughs) horror. Yeah. This is the curriculum. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
1: Today we watched The Janitor and we're gonna expect a uh
2: I don't know yeah. 5 page
1: paper. Yeah. But now it's with Garden High over there. With yeah. that said
2: though, <laughs> with that said though, only some of the movies that we've done have those redeeming qualities. Absolutely. Uh, that's fair. So yeah. like when we did Halloween or not Halloween, but we Headless. did a Jason Jason movie when, even sleepaway, well, sleepaway camp had some of it because it had some pretty quirky characters yeah. in it that are memorable.
3: Sleepaway camp is is hidden miss. There's some people who love that movie, and there's other people like horror fans who don't really care for it. Yeah. So that's not that's not an everybody who likes bad movies likes that yeah. movie um and and jason takes manhattan pretty much everybody hates that movie like like i'm sure somebody out there that's their favorite jason but that person there's something wrong
0: with them
3: (laughs) yeah but it is
1: a really fun movie to watch with a couple people and then shit all over it yeah right like which was what we did (laughs) yeah i've seen that movie way many
3: more times than i should have um and i'll probably see it again yeah but it's not good and i'll probably never be convinced that it is no
2: Mm-mm. but yeah there's so there there's a definite line where they're making a bad movie that's good and then there's just bad movies and like mm-hmm. jason isn't a great example or yeah jason jason four is a great example that's just a bad you say jason fucking more jason you
1: know, what... takes manhattan part eight yeah oh, is that part, was i thought it was a part four sorry Oh, no. no, part four is actually good
2: okay my bad my bad yeah. but anyways the point is is that 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 it's it's not every movie you know, it's only some of the movies that we watch, but I'm starting to see. What about the, that
1: bakery movie? The, baker, <laughs> the, baker,
2: the bakery movie just had a hot chicken. This, that, that's so, really... that,
1: no one's going to know why I said that. There, so, while we were watching this movie. They know what the bakery movie is. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> Eric, but Eric didn't. Eric so. can't fucking remember any of the movies that we watch. So he's like, oh, that one bakery movie. And I'm like, how the fuck do you not remember the name of the movie? It's about a gingerbread man who kills people. <laughs> and it's the one that takes place in the bakery. <laughs> you mean the ginger dead man? <laughs> yeah.
2: I figured it out, man. Yeah, you did. Did you say it correctly? You
1: did. did you just say it correctly? Ginger dead, ginger dead man. Yeah. Wait, no, it's ginger. It's supposed to be ginger dead man. It's supposed to be ginger dead man? I think it's ginger.
3: Wait. Because <laughs> cause we always say ginger dead man yeah but
1: it wouldn't you wouldn't say it that way if yeah, you I did say it, you're Brad right man. I did say it right the ginger dead man yeah yeah that's the right way to say it yeah ginger not the ginger man. dead man All right. right. which all is right. how we were saying it right yeah yeah all you're right. All
2: right so say it
1: ginger dead man there ginger, you go
3: but I don't like saying it that way I like <laughs> saying ginger it dead man yeah yeah <laughs> okay so
2: it's so it's ginger dead man yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: We need to start a poll on just, this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Let's get, Either Gary, way is not good. We want no. Gary Busey on this podcast to tell us yes, how to properly do. say yeah. this movie. Oh, I would love to have Gary Busey <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Jesus.
3: That would, it would rather be a very bad day, but it would be a great
2: podcast.
1: It mm-hmm. would. Yeah, it would.
2: So, all right. With that, I think we'll... Oh, wait, wait. Uh, oh, yeah. We
1: had the next movie? I do, and I'm going with... Uh, we're going to veer off of the really shitty action movies... <laughs> And hermaphrodites for a little while. Okay. I mean, I'm sure we'll get back to We'll get back there. Yeah. But uh, we're going to watch a movie that I watched uh, maybe a month or two ago called All Eyes. And it's, this is a newer movie. It came out last year. Um, and it's not one that I've heard talked about. You know, I'm in a lot of horror groups on Facebook and stuff. And I've seen maybe one or two posts, which is, I think, how I heard about it. But people aren't really talking about it a lot. And I watched it and, like it was very good. Like, uh, it's, it's got humor. It's, um, it's, it's one of those that I feel like should get a little bit more recognition. And, uh, so I figured I'd show you guys and see what you think. Yeah. yeah and I had not And had that's not what this, it. this so.
2: that's what this podcast is going to do. It's going to get it, it's recognition.
1: Yeah. And actually, you know, <laughs> we were talking about this earlier that, that, so Gavin, maybe you can explain. We're going to kind of, you know, we've kind of been, this, this podcast has kind of been evolving And what we're picking for movies. You know, we started out with like, you know, Jason Takes Manhattan, as we mentioned before, and things that are just garbage that aren't really redeeming. Um, And then we've kind of we've we've started kind of focusing more on movies that do have something that's redeemable. And we've also been throwing in a lot more hidden gems, things that are good that people maybe yeah. haven't seen and i think the view like the people that are listening
2: um are, they want to hear the well yeah they, they but, don't need but, to but hear but about obvious, garbage but, movies. but obviously
3: <laughs> but obviously we didn't completely abandon the garbage no. movies because we watched ginger dead man <laughs> yes, yeah yeah so
1: the, we're still gonna watch shit it's still gonna be we're still gonna waste our time but we also got to throw in some good ones too yeah you know. right
2: I I think our new rule is going to be, it's whatever we want to watch. Yeah. If we want to watch a good horror movie, we're yeah. going to watch a good horror movie. Yeah. If, we, if we can find a really shitty horror movie about Gingerbread Man. I don't think we're ever go. going
3: to veer into mainstream horror movies. No. No. Like, I'm not going to suggest we watch Smile. I no. enjoyed Smile, yeah. but... Anybody who likes horror movies should have seen that. So. Yeah,
1: or Hugh Grant movies. I probably wouldn't.
3: We wouldn't not gonna go into Hugh oh, Grant movies. Oh my god, why not?
1: I mean, I mean, maybe there's the one that he did at uh, Worm movie. Uh,
2: the Worm movie, yeah, like, what, like, The Lair of the White Worm. Yeah,
1: I think he was in that. You You he want to You
2: want to see Jason change, man? Talk about Hugh Grant. I he's love just Hugh gonna, Grant. He's just yeah. gonna become all gobby, and uh, he's and great. Sweet he's sweet.
1: he makes me laugh, and I don't know why. There's <laughs> 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 gotta
3: be a, I'll... Put this
1: on the back burner. I'll find, oh shit! I'll find a Hugh Grant movie, I, dude. God damn it! See, I got to be careful what I say in front of Gavin because he will find. <laughs> I Gavin, mean, there's Gavin a, is going to there's a Tom ruin... Hanks slasher movie. There's got to
3: be a Hugh Grant. Something. I know
1: there's at least one or two besides the one that I just mentioned, Layer of the White Worm. I think there's at least one more horror movie that he's been in.
2: All right, well, They're coming soon. But either way, next movies. time, all eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's wrap this up. We will be back in two weeks with all eyes, and we'll see y'all then. Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Hobbs and Horror Movie Review Podcast. Join us
1: in two weeks for another exciting movie review.